Hey everyone, this is producer Nizar Babel here. Just a quick note about today's episode. Two of our three guests were having some audio issues with their microphone, so you'll hear some crackling and popping throughout the episode whenever they speak. We've tried to clean that up as much as we can, uh, but there still is some lingering throughout the episode. The chat is a lot of fun, so we hope you still enjoy today's episode. Thank you. Hello, hello. Welcome to Ami Tuckered Out. I am your host, Ami Tucker Ravel, and I am here with my producer, Nizar. Hey, it's me again. What's up? How are you doing? I'm doing well. Good. I am super excited about this next interview. Yeah. Chicks and Salsa. Have you heard of them? Yeah, they are loud. <laughs> they're fun and they're, they're loud. They're fun and they are loud. No, I am so excited. So Chicks and Salsa, a little bit about them. Three moms, Rina Puri, Sonia Shah, and Avni Patel. And it's a blog, basically, yeah. about moms off-duty. That's their tagline. That's their whole motto. Yeah, and I, re- I really like that idea. Actually. Yeah. Moms off-duty, yeah. living life with balance. Yeah, you, you have know? an identity outside of your motherhood, your mommyhood. That's a strong message to push. Exactly. And I think they have made this blog to kind of connect with other women in a way that encourages them to develop themselves and other, other mothers yeah. to encourage them to... Have fun and be out there and mm-hmm. take care of themselves and doing something outside yeah. the realm of motherhood. It's, a, it's an entire, I think, lifestyle blog. Yeah, because they talk about beauty, they talk about fashion, mm-hmm. travel. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have all sorts of stuff. Food. Like you said, lifestyle blog done by mothers, but talking about life outside the motherhood. Yeah. It might not be the running theme for any of it because it's pretty universal, but yeah. the South Asian point of view is also there as well. Yes. I think it plays into what they talk about sometimes. Yeah, and not many South Asian women are doing this. And yeah. so I think it's it's important. It's a confidence thing to it's put a, yourself out there. Exactly. You are experiencing that right now. Exactly. I am as well with the podcast. Yeah. It's really about uh, your identity and letting people know. And the more confident you are, the more genuine you are outwardly, yeah. people gravitate towards that. Exactly. And and these women are really nice people, yeah. you know, and goofy women, as yeah. they call themselves. Fun, mm-hmm. goofy women, beautiful, smart, intelligent, all that stuff. But... I thought it'd be fun to do the interview with them. It is. So, and share it with you guys. Yeah, so, shall it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Hang tight, guys. We'll be right back with our talk with the Chicks and Salsa blog. What's up, guys? Thank you for joining us. Hey, Ami. Hi. So can everyone introduce themselves? Hey, um, this is Rena Puri, and also known as the head chick in charge. Just saying. C-I-C. Nice. <laughs> this is Sonia, nice. side chick in charge. <laughs> I'm Avni Patel, and that's all I have to say. nice all right and this is chicks and salsa first of all how do you guys know each other sure well actually sonia and i are sisters okay so we've known each other our whole lives and then avni actually we met about i think it's been like five or six years but she's completely infiltrated so she's also a sister now nice 
So then, what 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 was the inspiration? You know, it it's we started in October 2016, and I think we were kind of coming out of having toddlers at home. Our kids had all they're all about the same age, five, six, seven, eight years old, and uh, they had just gone to school full time. And we found ourselves with a little bit more time on our hands. And I think when you're, you know, the social media thing had kind of started when our kids were little, so we were watching other people develop themselves, their, their brands when we were, when their children, when our kids were little. Yeah. So when we kind of came out of that, we were kind of like, wait, I think, you know, we have a really good time talking to each other. And I have two sisters and now I have Avni. And I think we felt like there's something in the sisterhood that was kind of piggybacking on the woman empowerment movement that was kind of happening in the universe. Anyways, we love to have a good time. There is always chips and salsa when we are having a good time. And I, we have had some of our most lighthearted and most serious and most interesting conversations over chips and salsa. And so it was kind of actually over jokingly a couple margaritas in. We were like, wait a second, we are so chicks and salsa. And it just kind of stuck. And, you know, when we really thought about it, we were, I mean, for, yeah. for a long time, our, I think our tagline was lovers of moments shared over chips and salsa. Of course, there's nothing sexy about that tagline, but it was kind of something I like a moment that I thought people that, that could. That seems like a drunk tagline. Like I'm you made telling it up when you, you were wasted. Yeah. But I thought it was like something people would get it. They'd be like, yeah, you know, like chips and salsa. Like it brings people together. People are having fun. And it's just something that's kind of part of our movement and our, our activities and our lives. Um, I'm having them right now. Nice. Uh, yeah, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Nice. They're present. And um, yeah, I have salsa with my eggs. You have to. <laughs> Seriously. You're Indian. You have salsa with everything. <laughs> For yeah. real. But yeah, so it just sort of started that way. And, and we just said, well, what are we trying to do with this? I was like, I got this cute name. Now what? Yeah. And that's where it started. I think the name is key, though. That kind of defines how, kind of which way you want to go and what you want to do. Yeah. And starts yeah. your brand, basically, right? Yeah, and I think we started um, with a fun name, and I think we are always trying to find a way to pitch fun with our blog. I'll be honest. We're all about yeah, it. No, it's it's a lot of fun. I've definitely seen it. So were you guys doing anything before the blog? Were you working? Were you stay-at-home moms? Well, I can start. This is Sonia. Um, so, you know, prior before having kids, I was a teacher and counselor in Chicago Public Schools, um, in the high schools actually up north. And um, it was sort of my passion, what I loved. And then I had kids and I sort of settled into that. And I sort of made making a perfect roti <laughs> my ultimate goal. <laughs> and then that's the hard. Kind of, it's hard. All of mine were like triangular, God knows what. <laughs> but yeah, so after the kids kind of grew up and started a full time program, I got a call from my sister and she just asked, you know, hey, what do you think about jumping on this blog that we kind of laughed off as chicks and salsa. Yeah. And uh, that's sort of, you know, how this was all born. But prior to this, I was I was an educator. Got it. So, so prior to marriage, I used to work in health. Um, after I got married, I, I basically became his bitch. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> so um, after that, you know, because of my husband's career as a plastic surgeon, he was moving around, I really couldn't 
get a job because yeah. we're, you know, uh, Minnesota, Chicago, and Arizona. So I finally, yeah, yeah. Uh, the moment we found out I was pregnant, we were moving back to Chicago and, and um, his wish was for me not to work. So I'm currently the CEO of our household. That's a so big job. It is a very is. big job. If you met my husband, it's a very big job. Yes. So, yeah. Well, I'll have to. Plastic surgery. I'm going to need some of yeah. that in like five years. And I, I think you guys have other contributors yes. besides you guys? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, Nima Patel from Nima Dance. Um, amazing girl. She is, I believe, what, 28 or 29, Rena? I forgot how old she is. I don't know. Yeah, she's uh, an amazing. She's 29. 29, she's okay. contributor. Yeah, two kids. Two kids. Yep. How did you guys expand? How did this become? I know you guys have, what, 8,000 followers now. Um, how did it expand? Was it marketing? Good content, mix of all. It was definitely networking. I think um, before deciding to do a blog, it's yeah. just my personality. I had read up a lot about what blogging means and what it takes to be a blogger and why you should blog and you know what it is. And I knew just being like a mom and trying to work part time from home, it's just really not like it's not something that you can take on on your own. Plus, I've never really been on my own. I've had two sisters. I'm never alone. And so I think um, I had these two on my team and we realized that there were other moms out there who were doing stuff, but maybe wanted kind of an outlet. And we were able to, Avni actually connected Nima as well as Como with the blog and they were yeah. looking for something else to be part of. And so we were really, really lucky. Um, we actually started out with about 10 chicks who thought that they all had sure. something that they wanted to contribute. And as time went on, it just becomes, it just, it's a, it create it gets its own identity and it needs its yeah. own like time commitment and everyone kind of you know filters out from there. But no, now we're down to five and we have a really good rotation going. We've got a good variety yeah. of content because of that, and so I'm just really super grateful. But it also was encouraging. We're not the only ones out there who are thinking about something else. And so, has the content changed over the past few years? Has it kind of like evolved into something else? Uh, it's, it's always evolving. I think that's one thing I have learned. This is Rena, by the way, but, um, yes, you know, I think Sonia, for example, has a, a very sincere interest in travel and vegetarian dining. Got it. So we were like, guess what? That's, that's your niche. Yeah. Avni literally should quit everything she does in life and become a personal stylist. She is nice. unbelievable nice. at finding a deal and making a girl feel good. Nice. And like, so where I'm trying to like harness her fashion angle, and, yeah. and, you know, like Nima is very, she has a, like, she has her own brand called Nima's Naturals and the beauty piece of it is very much her forte. And then Como loves to talk about just the mommy experience. Like she's doing yeah. a post this week about bullying and moms, not bullying in the kids, but motherhood and how that can feel. And so I think there was a space on the blog for everybody to speak their truth and their experience and somehow tap into every part of someone who happens to come to the blog. Um, whatever, whatever vibe you're on that day, uh, we're hoping that there's, there's a space for you there. Was there anything that you ever wanted to pursue as far as content that fizzled out? It just, just didn't find either an audience or you couldn't get the... You know, I think the beauty of having five different chicks on one platform is that, like Rena said, you kind of find your niche and what speaks to you. And in doing that, when you're writing a piece, it's meaningful to you and it's meaningful to the audience that actually connects with you on that specific piece. Um, there's certainly times where 
you know, I'll be at the computer and I'm writing something about where I've been or what I've done in a restaurant I've been to. And I question myself, you know, do I really say that the vegetarian options mm. at every restaurant I tried in this city absolutely sucked, you know? And sure. yeah. um, I think the authenticity, the willing to let your guard down and all of that helps people connect with you. And um, I think that sort of speaks to finding what what's meaningful to you. I think, you know, Rena and Avni who love beauty and fashion, and you can hear it in the way they write about it in the way they take their pictures and the way that they sell themselves. Um, and similarly, hopefully for somebody who's reading a piece that I've written about where I've been. And for me, um, being a mom, being a wife, you know, um, and being a woman who is getting back into the work world, um, taking that opportunity and hoping that somebody reads what I've written and says, you know what? Yeah. I hear you. I feel you. I want to be a part of this. I'm glad you told me this restaurant sucks. I was looking into it. I'm a vegetarian. I'm not going. And I think along those lines, like, sorry. And that being said, you know, we all cook for our families. We have no food piece on our website. None of us wants to write about food, like no matter what. So there is this gap in our content that I'm always looking to fill we take on everything. We're willing to kind of find a space for everything. Um, as we develop, you know, there are things we're starting to look at, things that we can monetize, like help fund our blog and things that maybe we would pursue because they're fun for us and, you know, which things are getting us yeah. back to that game end game and which things are not. But yeah, we're still, I, I think we're fairly What is the end there. game yeah. and goals for this? So I think, you know, the beauty of having a group of people there really doesn't have to be an end game. You know, I think it's really about the journey and what it means to you specifically. I think if you were going to ask each one of us individually what our end game was, I think the end game would look completely yeah. different for each one of us. Um, personally speaking, for me, the end game is literally the journey, just being together and seeing where, where we can take this as a team. Um, yeah. Because we can't function alone. We kind of need each other. And it kind of alludes to... Uh, without the team, where would you be? And I think it's really difficult. I think, you know, coming into the blogging sphere for a person like me who knew nothing about it was very difficult because what does it really mean to be a blogger? I don't know if there's a, you can't go into the dictionary and say no blogger yeah. and find a definition. There really is no definition. The definition is what does it mean to you? And for us, it's a lifestyle blog that incorporates so many different um, facets of life that hopefully is uh, acts as an influencer for somebody who's looking for that piece of their life to be um, understood or fulfilled. And um, the end goal, like I said, for me is really just the journey. And hopefully, you know, seeing yeah. what comes next is Sonia is naive. It's all about the Benjamins. That's baby. what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> so what's been the hardest part you guys are sisters and best friends like talk shit about each other what's what's the hardest part oh man well <laughs> well we talk we, we actually talk shit about each other to each other so there's exactly no, so tell me i want to be involved you know a lot of people are very curious about our relationship so it's interesting but you know we just we, i don't think we've ever I, I don't think we've ever fought i mean these two their disagreements are like laughable you know, and I'm always laughing when they argue, but I, I just, I don't know. I, I just think what Rena was saying, it's a sisterhood. We understand each other and we just can't take, 
there's too many other things going on in, life, in the world yeah. and in our families that when we're together, we just want to laugh and just yeah, have a good time, but just just talk and make one another feel better. You know, I better. Yeah, I know when I'm having a, a stressful day and it could be something so, you know, minute, but I'll call Sonia and Rena and I'll just my day will go better, you know, and I don't yeah, yeah I don't I don't think we've ever fought or I, I know, right? I just I six years. Yeah, no. Six years. That's amazing. Yeah, people have a perception of, you know, women working together, having issues, blah, blah, blah. But it's so not yeah. true. If you're working with <laughs> well, the right Well, you know, people, I think, matter. you know, you go back to being utopic and Rena saying it's all about the Benjamins. I certainly, in our, in our group here, I'm definitely the, the, the positive, like, we got this, the glass is half full, like, come on, like, trudge it forward. Um, but, yeah. you know, ultimately, I'm working with my older sister. And, you know, it's, it's funny yeah. because it brings back so many memories. When we were kids, Rena had started a company called Ameritech and she was the CEO of this company. And it was me and one of our good friends. And she used to make us write essays for her. And this was not for school. This was not for anything. This was for fun. And she, we were her little, we were her minions. Nice. And Yes. She's like, put down that doll and and write an essay. We did it. They did. And I have to tell you, you know, starting Chicks and Salsa, when she called me up last January, you want to be a part of this? I was like, hell yes, sign me up. And then a month later, I was like, oh my God, this is Ameritech. All over (laughs) You basically knew how to blog. You were writing essays when you were like five. literally her way of calling me bossy. Yeah, she's totally bossy. She makes the rules. And for whatever it's worth, I've done it my whole life. So I'm, give it to me, baby. (laughs) Give it to me. I'll take it. You like it. I like it. I like it. Well, I'll give you, I'll give you a little tidbit though. Rena, we're scared of Rena, Sonia and I. So there's no arguing with Rena. That's number one. Nice. Uh, Number two, management. It just, that's how it's going to go down. I agree with you. So you got to have the so boss lady. I know there's not a lot of pictures of Sonia and I because when we do arrange photographer, Sonia and I were like, "All right, let's do this." And then we have a few drinks, and then we just start talking. And we forget. <laughs> <laughs> we have a photo session, and then literally we're like scrambling the next That's twenty awesome. minutes, and we're like, "All right, let's just get it over with," because we just want to hang out. <laughs> we want to hang out, eat pizza, drink, and like have our kids like paint her house, you know, because usually it's at her house. <laughs> You know, walls, whatever. We don't care. We just, nice. we just want to indulge in our girl Child time. Labor, it's so important. Yeah. And I just, I, en- we, we love our moments together, you know? So, and then Reno will call like, what did you guys do? Like, what content? I'm like, oh, yeah. um, okay. You know, no content. No content. <laughs> no content. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I gotta tell you after, I mean, I've always been, proud and dependent on my 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 best girlfriends but especially after motherhood it's so key to have those girls in your life i don't have a sister um but yeah i i hang on to my sisterhood and and girlfriends much more no no the tribe is essential and we actually call like when we call each other we're like oh my god this just happened i need to pitch it to the panel that's kind of like what we refer to ourselves we're like okay ladies Rain it in. I've got, I've got some food for thought for the panel. And that's what it is. Having those voices to bounce, bounce whatever's going on in your family life with your kids, yeah. in your professional life. I love that. Um, having that is essential. And it's kind of like an outside voice. We call each other our pocket friends sometimes because you have these circles that are all like conjoined. And then you have these friends that are outside of that. Um, so they can give you a little bit of clarity. Like I live away from them. 
so they can give me clarity on things that happen in my town because they are not privy to it or a part of it. But going back to the panel, though, you know, some people disrespected the panel um, voice. So, um, <clears throat> Sonia. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know, Sonia. Wait, what happened? Go ahead. I mean, Mina, you can reiterate the story because I'm still very damaged about that. Which one are you talking about? Oh, so, so I. There's been, there's been there's multiple, multiple damaging stories. You know, stories. there's multiple damages. I will admit to it. I did go and get a balayage <laughs> without consulting the panel. It looks and good. I Apparently, Omni is hovering a lot of, or harboring a lot of negative energy about my balayage without consulting the panel. But I'd like to say I think it's, I think it's pretty it damn good. good. Thank you. I like it. Thank you. I got, I got one done a couple weeks ago. If I, I mean, would you like if I dyed my hair like Nicki Minaj? No. Nicki Minaj. No. That's why the panel exists. So we don't okay. make mistakes. Got it. Got it. All right, guys. So what are you currently working on or any future projects that um, we can talk so about? So we are part of multiple platforms, um, which is sort of, you know, what it yeah. goes back to one of your previous questions, which is how do you get a following? Um, being a part of multiple platforms gives you a yeah. lot of opportunities, especially locally where you are. So Rena gets to do stuff in Atlanta. We get to do stuff in Chicago. Um, and currently, I'm about to sign up on a future project through Windy City um, Blogger Collective, which is very exciting. You'll see it on our Instagram. You'll see it on our Insta stories. You'll see very a few nice. blog posts about it, specifically for me who works on Travel Diaries, um, kind of going back and writing and then looking forward to some of the trips that we have coming up um, and just really spending time blogging about um, that for me. So I got to ask you, Sonia, favorite trip or location? I know you probably have a ton. Oh, um, you know what I've got, I feel like I've got a ton, um, a lot lately because the kids are five and seven, they're a lot easier to travel with. Yeah. Um, we don't leave them behind as much as we used to. Um, That's what I'm doing. <laughs> we did it. We did it a lot. Actually, we used to take babysitters with us on trips and we would get our alone time and then they could take care oh, of the kids so and whatever. But now they can stay up a little bit later and they can come. They can actually not fling food at each other at the dinner table. So it makes it a little bit easier to travel with them. They can them. have so, like a drink. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm We're not there yet. Shirley Temple. We're not there yet. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess it depends on if you're talking about a trip without the kids or with the kids. But last Either. year, we took the kids out to um, Switzerland for two weeks. And we rented a car and I wasn't sure how it was going to go just because um, it was international, you know, the time difference. Um, and it was a busy trip. I mean, we flew into Zurich and we went all around Switzerland, hit Northern Italy and then went back up, you know, and it was busy, busy, busy. But it was sort of our aha moment. And I don't know, I'm sure there's plenty of women who feel this way that yeah. you take that chance and it could go one of two ways. And when it goes positively, you're like, yes. We are golden. Yeah. We can do this again. Um, yeah. So for me, I would say probably Switzerland was um, with the kids. One of our latest trips that I just absolutely loved. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. And I, and Avni, I wanted to ask you, who's your favorite beauty blogger right now? Or who do you um, look up to? Huda Beauty. I just I love her. She is. I wear majority of her products. So. And then for fashion. I mean, I just, I, I follow a lot of people. I think that Deepa Kosla, she is, I mean, she's gorgeous. I, I mean, I don't have her body, so I can't really like dress the way she does, but I'm, I'm very inspired. Um, just unique pieces and piece them together. And I, I just, I love Deepa. I love Cezanne. 
I guess I dress for my body. So. I'm wearing my PJs right now, so obviously I need that. <laughs> so when uh, I told people I was interviewing you guys, and a lot of people have heard of you, and what what is the best way to start something like like a platform like this? And you guys have so many followers, and how do how do people even start? What's the what's what advice? I think when it them? came to this is Rena, like starting the blog. I think we initially got in to understand what this was all about. We've learned so much yeah. along the way. Um, I'm not going to lie. We work our ass off. Um, I have to... Like how many hours a week do you think you work? For me, it's probably about 25. I'm not even kidding. But that's, that's, wow. that is my level of commitment. Um, I'm always on top of these two, um, giving them homework and things to work on and potential collabs to see if they want to take on and try... Um, it's just really about pushing yourself creatively. Like what you will, like, you know, garbage in equals garbage out. And it works in the reverse too. If you're going to, if I'm going to put in the time and energy, I feel like a lot of that is, is coming back to me. And I believe that it will come back to me. And I think it's just that belief that keeps me working really, really hard and pushing these two to their max. I'm definitely bossy. And when it comes to like social media, I can't do it. I, I just can't do it alone. I'm not part of that generation. I don't even understand it. I feel, and I've heard it on your other podcasts, I feel dumb taking a selfie half the time. And I really feel dumb doing it in front of my kids. Yeah. So I think it was one of, it was one of our things. Yeah. We were very mindful. I'm we with don't you on that. include our children on our blog. Our tagline now is mom's off duty. Um, this is something that we are doing for ourselves to develop our own skill set and our own brand separate of them. I think they're going to probably get inundated with enough social media sooner than later. Um, but they're not going to get that from watching me taking pictures of myself. Um, so we do a lot of it when they're at school. That's really, really important to us. Uh, when we're Got with it. our families, like we are that. with our families. Um, but yeah, no, I, I tell everybody, nice. the, all, all of us like have that. access to the Instagram account. Um, so at night, when you see hundreds of comments coming out yeah. from Chicks and Salsa, it can literally be any one of us just sitting there under our bed sheets, like typing away. Um, and that's the kind <laughs> of arming I think it takes to kind of build a following, build that engagement. Uh, I mean, our, our following in India recently has picked up, which is really nice. It made me feel really good to hear that anyone you know had even heard of Chicks and Salsa. Because, you know, because I'm like a little, you know, I, I just... I still think of it as something in the startup stages. So that felt really, really good. But we are working our butt off, no doubt. We put out one to two posts out every single week. We've put out probably over 60 posts since we started. Yep. Uh, so it's a labor yep. of love. But I think that's the only way to kind of get what you want out of anything in life. I feel like you guys need to do an event. Like some sort so, of So yeah, event. we're gonna do some yes. this summer. Yeah, we've awesome. got some some stuff up our sleeves this I summer. I knew it. I could sense it. <laughs> okay, so so potentially upcoming event. Yeah. We're doing one tomorrow. Okay. Just a smaller event. And cool. um just to promote our blog within my community. Sonia will do something in, in the city. Yeah. I mean I do it in my suburb of Barrington. I also feel like a lot of it is curiosity of how we all drive together. And so people are just like, wow, wow here's a group of friends, you know, and they're living life, but they're, I mean, my, I have relatives are like, do you go out all day? You're like always having a great time. Yeah, I am. You know, I mean, I don't go out all day. I drink all day, but you know, I don't go out all day, but you know, is, it, is this the idea? I, I just Uncle think people feel our energy and they follow us yeah. because of our energy. So yeah, it's all very positive. I've, I've obviously been on y'all's page and 
you can see the bond. And yeah. I think people are curious about your oh, relationship you. and how it all started and how it's progressed. Because it's not easy, right? And you guys are in all different locations. <laughs> Everyone has kids. You're in Borington. You're in middle whatever. Uh, Sonia, you're doing okay. Borington. Um, yeah, so some of the events are kind of centered around, and we didn't know this about blogging, but it's it's largely, you know, being an advertiser for, you know, facilitating advertising of some sort. So the event that Avni's doing tomorrow is at a blow bar, and they will be trying to sell memberships to their blow bar, but there will be a makeup artist there. Cool. And there's just this big collaboration of small business with the brand, and you kind of work together to get new people through the door. It's shopping local. It just, it feels good all around. And someone has something to get out of it all around. And so I think um, it just kind of starts there. And it's like she said, we really love a good party and we love a good experience yeah. to hang out with our girls. And if it means us yes. facilitating that, then you got your, you found, you found your tribe. That's and us. these are, and these are all yeah, mommies that want to get a blowout. They want to spoil themselves, you know, they want to just, vibe with other mommies as well so this event that we're doing tomorrow i mean women are so excited they're like oh my god i haven't got my hair done i mean just little things they're just so excited hair and- done i haven't combed my hair in like two weeks <laughs> getting a blowout is like <laughs> you need to come to our event tomorrow <laughs> all right ladies we all are brown it happens um, so I got to ask, was the blog intended to focus on South Asian mothers at all? Or was it just a general blog? Um, do you want me to take this? It, it, for me, uh, personally, it was for all moms uh, going through this transition between 30 year olds, 40 year olds, um, just figuring themselves out. I went to a private school where I, I wasn't the only brown person. I, I, I was like, maybe like one or two, three um, brown girls in my group, the rest were white, Greek, whatever. And they're all going through the same thing. Like, what do I do now? Uh, Just tired and just trying to figure out, well, can I wear this? Am I an Ann Taylor? Am I a Forever 21? I mean, this is for me to say, you're not dead just because you're a mom and a wife. You know, you're, this is your best years. Like if you, if you're working out, you're eating well, you're feeling good, rock that body contrast. I don't care. So, 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 you know, what's interesting about this whole focus on whether, whether or not it's South Asians or not, I certainly think that this whole blog was created as a platform for moms in general to find life outside of motherhood. Like you said, we were can't help it. We're brown. And it happens to be that all five of us are brown as well. So we do have a largely South Asian following because I think um, people resonate with us in a different way. Um, but it's certainly not intended to be entirely for a South Asian following. And I do think there is a certain level of judgment and expectation that comes with being South Asian and life outside of motherhood. Because for so many of the generations before us, being a mother meant going and, you know, not showing your cleavage or wearing a body contrast or feeling good about yourself or having a cocktail in public. And that or making a perfect roti. Or making a perfect I can't make my my mom said it to me the other day. I asked her, I said, you know, I cannot make perfect white rice. My son loves white rice. And for the life of me, I can't do it. And she goes, you know, 
most Indian women can't get married if they can't make white rice. (laughs) Yeah. So I think the definition has certainly changed for our generation as far as what it means to be a South Asian woman inside and outside of motherhood. And it's certainly been a struggle. I can speak specifically um, for myself starting this blog um, to put myself out there because there are I have no doubt that there may be somebody looking from the outside in who goes, what are these people doing? Because it is a little bit out of the box. Yeah. Um, and it is putting yourself out there in a way Which is scary. that you have, it's scary and you yeah. have to let, you have to kind of mute yourself from the judgment that's around you. And it's one of the things that I specifically admire the most about of me because she puts herself out there and oh, does not care yeah. for even a fleeting second what anybody thinks about her. That's awesome. And um, for me, it's been very powerful. Um, I've been influenced by her, her willingness to put herself, her authenticity and her willingness to put herself out there. It's taught me a lot. And so um, I find I'm not only learning from my chicks and my chicks and salsa, but that the more I put myself out there, the more authentic I become, the more people resonate with me as well. Yeah. So... But it's been tough as a South Asian woman. And I think even since starting, yeah, and starting the blog, and I know even our mom has accused us yeah. of oversharing, yeah. um, wondering what, why are you writing yes. about Botox? Like, just yeah. go mind yes. your business, you know? Being so open like this um, to but, our moms is like, no, yeah. don't do it. And I told her, I told her because she accused me of that is why I do yeah. the blog. I was like, because everyone's doing it. And no one's talking about it. And that's, and I was like, you guys had problems or like, it wouldn't it have been wonderful if when you got into like a a very normal tip with your husband, you had someone to talk to about it, to tell you that it's normal. Well, we all know South Asians sweep things under the rug, right? That's kind of yeah. Our culture. So I think that was part of. I mean, so yes, the chicks and salsa experience is for all women and for all mothers because there's so much commonality there. But there yeah. is no doubt that we have this South Asian lens on it that sometimes yeah. taints our experience. Um, we are definitely fighting some norms on it. So this it's kind of like this hybrid experience. But the name is so deceiving. I cannot even tell you. Yes. Everyone thinks we're Latino. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I. I share this with you guys because when we launched the podcast in December, our first episode was hashtag me too. I didn't really? sleep for a week thinking about my parents and what they would say. I mean, they still haven't True. listened to it. <laughs> yeah. They're like, podcast? What is this? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's scary putting yourself out there, whoever you are, and then the whole South Asian thing and talking about all these topics that we don't talk about. And now eight episodes in, Mina's are like, whatever, dude, let's just talk about everything. It's such yeah. a comfortable place to be. It's like so, it's like a weight gets lifted. And I remember in our community in Barrington, we had those like aunties growing up where we were like, what is she? Like, like she was not wearing what all the other aunties were wearing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now it's weird because I could have never imagined being in my late 30s. And now I'm like, wow, like I know exactly what she was feeling. We are the cool aunties. I get it now, you know, and I think it's just a really, and it took Sonia a long time to come out of her shell on the blog, you know, because I think it's identifying like, what is my point? Why am I doing this? What am I trying to prove? It's not trying to prove. I think it's, you're just trying to share your story. And once she literally overcame that, it's like you lose 20 pounds. You're like, oh, this is me. Like, Full transparency. Yeah. This is yeah. where I'm at. Like, if you have something exactly. to say, you can say it to me. You can say it behind my back. You can do whatever you want because 
don't care. Two things I just want to add. Um, during this whole chicks and salsa phase that we were going through in the beginning, you know, aspects, um, a few of our friends came out to us and said, you know what? I'm I'm watching you girls. You girls are having an amazing time and they're starting to shop differently. They're starting to look at themselves differently. They're starting to go out and have a good time. They're they don't feel guilty. Before I think they felt mom guilty. I can't leave kids. I can't leave my kids. I can't shop this way. I can't do this. And now they're they're buying fitter clothes. They're buying um you know, sexier lingerie or they're, they're doing date nights with their husband. They're going out, they're having a good time with their girlfriends. And they're like, I feel better. They're like, I feel better about myself. You should. Yeah. And not only that, my husband's starting to look at me in a different way too. I mean, he's, he's feeling the fact that I'm feeling myself and what used to be me being insecure. All of a sudden he's like, well, where are you going? What are you doing? What are you wearing? And our husbands, all of our husbands, look at us in a different light now. I mean, they're looking at us feeling ourselves. They they see it. They're like, oh, okay. And now all of a sudden they're asking us what we're doing, where we're going. And, oh, I like that outfit, babe. Where are you go? I mean, it's great. I love that. You know, where it was vice versa. I was like, well, what are you doing? I mean, they were, <laughs> they were, we were their shadows. We were the woman behind the successful man. Now it's almost like they're kind of trailing yeah, behind awesome. and we're, we're getting there. You know, we're feeling... And I love that confidence. I love bringing that confidence to other women. And just like tomorrow, this event, um, these women are just excited. Nice. And they're like, I, I want to look good. I want to feel good. I, I want to I be what you, Sonia and Rina are doing. And just, you don't, you're not dead just because you're a mom. <laughs> well, you know, I think it also depends on the example you had growing up. My mom, we're yeah. four. Uh, there's three sisters and a brother. And my mom devoted her whole life to us. And, and she, in, in retrospect, has no regrets for it. But it certainly wasn't the life that I wanted to sign up for. You know, I wanted to have that balance. I wanted to go on vacations without my kids. And I wanted to have, you know, something else. So I do think a lot of our um, our blog is inspired or influenced by the South Asian experience. Going back to yeah. the original How can it not be? Like, it, it has to be. Yeah. It's just yeah. embedded in us. So, <laughs> Of course. Cool. Any other South Asian tidbits you want to add on? I love being brown. <laughs> I love being brown. Yeah. It's a good time. It's a good time to be brown and female, my friends. Yes. I would just like to break that mold. You know, I feel that women, you know, our own South Asian women do judge other South Asian women. So it's a little difficult. And yes. when Sonia was mentioning, I don't, you know, I don't care. I don't care because I want to set an example. You yeah, know, mm -hmm. because I don't want my kid to have to worry about, well, this auntie or this person's going to judge me. No, do what's best yeah. for you, what's right for you. I'm going to try to give my kids the tools and just do it with grace and confidence. That's it. And um, yeah. anytime, you know, you want to pursue something that's kind of outside the norms, I feel like some of these women, they're like, well, I don't know, really? I mean, you know, I don't want to hear that. And that's where Sonia, Rena, you know, and the other two girls, Gomal uh, and Nima, we just came together. We're like, you know what? Screw everyone else. Let's just let's just be passionate about this journey that we're going on. And if it works, great. If not, then we did it. We tried it. You know, and there were a lot of haters. Let well, me tell you working. something. There are a lot of haters. And you know, sure. and I and I gotta add. Uh, Avni, you were saying about talking about South Asian women supporting each other and. I want to say thank you to you guys because, you know, 
we collaborate, we're collaborating. You reached out to me because and and said congrats on my podcast, and it oh, just thank started. You. No, we're watching. And we're watching. Really and appreciate we, that. Like, you know, you were just like, I'm going to support you. Let's do this, and um, that just tells me a lot about you guys. And yeah. so, the the woman supporting each other is huge, and you guys are doing it. So I wanted to say thanks. Thank you. Yes. I don't know if I've ever had a situation where I've had somebody outright come up and been like, you're tarnishing South Asian women. You should stop what you're doing. Um, Not yet, you know, and hopefully we never have to be challenged with that. But I think just generally, you know, and even the people who've ever questioned in a specific kind of tone, um, it's been very far and few between. Most of the time you get these people who are like, you know what, you go on with your bad self. And you're like, yeah, you know what? I am, you know, grow a couple inches and you keep trudging forward, you know, so. Yeah. And I also think, and this might sound kind of cheesy, but you guys are just nice people. So people want <laughs> you to do yeah, well, Yeah, right? exactly. People gravitate, you know, gravitate to the, towards the genuineness. And it makes a difference. Oh, you're sweet. Thank you. you know I mean, and Avni's slaying yeah, right now. Really she's slaying. So she's always you. slaying. Yeah. <laughs> you know... When we go out, when we go out, when we went to Miami, I mean, there was no room for drama. We just had just a ball and we attracted so many other, you know, walks of life. I mean, other women, do you remember? I mean, we were just attracting all, I mean, we were having such a good time that other women were like, oh, we want to hang out with you. And we're like, okay, you know, that's, that's fine. And I, I love that about us. Like I said, there's just too much going on in the world, in our families, for us to bicker amongst each other. Let's just support one another. Let's bring one another up. We need positivity. That's for damn yeah. All right, guys. We're going to play a little game All right. how well do you know each other. Um, so... Sonia, I'm going to start with you and ask you two questions, and you'll have to tell me the okay. answers, uh, what you think <laughs> Perfect. would be for uh, your sister Rita. and Avni. All right. I asked you guys, what is your most annoying habit? I personally think Rena's most annoying habit is when she's irritated, she flares her nostrils, and she... <laughs> She literally will walk around you and not say That's a funny. word. And then you're wondering what you did wrong and you have no idea. But the only <laughs> indication you have is, is the flared nostrils. <laughs> the silent the treatment. Silent the flared treatment. nostrils, silent treatment is the most annoying app. Um, and for Avni, hands <laughs> nice. down, no doubt in my mind, this woman is always late. Nice. I mean, she is always oh, late. It is so annoying. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, so, Avni said that. She said, I'm always late. And uh, Rena said, being bossy. Um, okay. And next question is, what is your favorite piece of clothing? What do you think it is for uh-huh. Rena? Um, Literally, Spanx. I like I think worship it's- my clothes from when I weighed 125 pounds. It's not. It, it must like not this. be then. <laughs> um, and then for Avni, it's got to be like uh, like her long tank tops that go over her leggings. It's, it's got to either be leggings or her long Nailed tank it. top. Okay, one of the cool. two. Nice. Well, you got Avni's right. It's leggings. <laughs> And then Rena's is anything I still have from my 20s. I am a hoarder. Uh, she is a hoarder. <laughs> awesome. Okay. 
Uh, Rena, I'll ask you the next two questions. Yeah, you got nummies right. Uh, so, Rena, next two questions. I asked, what is your favorite curse word? Oh, God. I mean, I don't know. Damn it. So what do you think is, is that even bad? Uh, your sister's. Is Sonia. that a curse word? Is damn it a curse word? Uh, yeah, you could say it on TV, so it's not a curse word. Yeah, it is. And what do you think of Nisa's? Although well, you can say a lot of things. I don't know. I'm going to give them both the F-bomb on that one. And you totally got that right. Well done. Okay. Second I question. I feel like that's the only bad word left. Like everything else. I, I mean, they said shithole on the news like two weeks ago. Like really? All right, Rena. I asked, what is your go-to drink when you are stressed? What's Sonia's? Um, tequila. And for Avni, it's wine. All right. I think uh, Sonia's, yep. Tequila or vodka, usually. And Avni's <laughs> is vodka, oh, the vodka soda. sodas, yeah. <laughs> Before, Before red wine. <laughs> I love red wine. I love red wine. It just has a lot of sugar. <laughs> so I had to do vodka and soda just to get Before great red wine. wine. Never, never yeah. both. <laughs> and drink it, drink it with LaCroix. Yeah, drink it with LaCroix. Gotcha. I like it. I'm going to try that next to time. I like it. Before. Nice work. Uh, okay. Avni, <laughs> I asked, what is the dumbest thing you've done that turned out pretty well? What, what did you think oh, Sonia said? God, there's so many things. What have you done that I know of? God, I, I don't... <laughs> I mean, you married your husband. That turned out pretty good. <laughs> that turned out amazing. Yeah, that turned out pretty good. You know what I mean? All right. And what it about uh, awesome. what about Rena? I mean, Rena meeting uh, meeting, meeting you. me. That's the best. You know, being nice. my friend. I like it. <laughs> they both Did you actually that? said starting the blog. Oh or my saying god, that's hilarious. Yes to my sister for the blog. Yeah, no, yes. the blog. Definitely. I did. I did. I said. Say yes to my sister for the blog is what was that was my answer. But that wasn't the dumbest thing. That was the smartest thing. That was the <laughs> smartest thing. Well. All right. Last question, <laughs> Abby. What did you think you would grow out of but haven't? I what took these think, questions um, like way too seriously. Sonia said. I, I, oh my goodness. Telling- She's on her second cocktail. <laughs> like help a girl. I know. You're giving me the, the hardest questions because I, you know, oh, shit. <laughs> What is she growing up? Think of something like simple. <laughs> That's the thing. A fashion thing. Leggings. She has not grown out of her leggings. Even though it's my piece of clothing, that's all she wears right. is leggings. Like, I every don't think day. she would know this one about me. Yeah. I mean, that damn scarf. You need to get rid of that. <laughs> scarf you need to get rid of. She called you out. Okay. So <laughs> Sonia said uh, baseball caps. And the what? Baseball caps. Oh, but I love I love your baseball caps. I think they're the sexiest thing on you. And then Rena said, "Biting Aww. my nails." Thank oh my you. god! Is there anyone else like like old adult <laughs> people who still bite their nails besides me? Like, please yeah. DM me, make me feel normal. But do you have fake nails? I, you have fake I nails. Have how are you baiting your fake nails? How how does oh, that even work? I get fake nails. <laughs> this is why I get them. It's a whole other podcast. But she breaks guys. them and she breaks them and then bites through those. I, it's really I, weird. I, have a I think you should blog about it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So guys, uh, this was your idea. Uh, maybe Sonia or I'm not sure who emailed about stories only first generation kids can tell. Um, and I thought that was a really cute <laughs> thing to do. So I thought you guys can tell us your homecoming or prom stories. So, um, so I can start. 
Um, you know, first okay. of all, homecoming and prom are always kind of a weird subject for first generation kids with immigrant parents because there there's like the dreaded prom night, right? Like <laughs> what's going to happen on prom yes. night? Um, but leading up to it, you know, I grew up in a community where there weren't a lot of Indians. And so most of my friends were American and they place a lot of importance on prom in high school. I mean, it is like the thing before you get married. And for Indians, it's like, what dress is on clearance? You know, like, yeah, (laughs) you're not going to sleep over. You're coming home straight after the dance. And so I just remember, you know, I wish that I, you know, if it wasn't a podcast, I could pull up a picture for you. But my mom sent me to the Aveda school. Oh, we can get those pictures <laughs> oh, on Instagram if you want, girl. My mom um, sent me to the Aveda school. And for $30, I had the updo and the spiral curl coming out like just over my ears. Um, and the little yeah. um, <laughs> pin clips that had... Uh, pearls on the end. So I had that around my updo. And then I was wearing like this lilac colored uh, flare princess dress that was the cheapest thing at Nordstrom. Like a a quinceanera dress. Like a quinceanera dress. (laughs) Exactly. Totally quinceanera dress. And my mom was like, I'm not going to spend a lot of money on this. Um, And then I wasn't allowed to wear a lot of makeup. So I had to sneak my mom's red lipstick into my purse and put it on in the bathroom. That's all you need. (laughs) Hey, you know what? A girl's got to have lipstick. My mom didn't want me to walk out the door with it on. So I found my way. Um, But for me, that was pretty much it. It was, I, I mean, I look back at those pictures and I think to myself how much I wanted to be like my... American counterparts, um, you know, completely decked out head to toe, went to the best salons and had like yeah, our, $500 our, dresses. Our and I just had a thing for I didn't have the same experience, but I think I looked great. <laughs> How, who was your prom date? I wish I could say my prom date was my husband because we did go to high school together, but he didn't yeah. ask me. But so. he asked you the main question, husband, honey, and he husband. upgraded it well. Oh. Okay. Speaking oh. of husband. Benjamin, so you won the lottery. Okay. <laughs> um, my prom date was actually not Indian. He was Greek. Um, real nice guy. We just went as friends. It was nice. No, yeah, no, that's no, no, no. That is the second child privilege that she that she experienced. Yeah, as the first, it's like a whole nother roller coaster. Okay, there was no Google freshman year. Okay, so they're like, oh, you need to get a boutonniere. <laughs> My mom was like, a what? Like, what is a boutonniere, right? And so we get this, and I don't know why. And, and my parents have come a long way in 20 years. Um, but they make the whole thing so damn awkward, you know? So then, yeah, you get this dress that you didn't want, but you settled for. And I remember my date coming to the door and he had a dozen roses in his hand, um, presumably for me. But when my mom came, she looked at him so hard and looked at me so hard and he got so nervous. He handed them to her and she and she walked off with them like, "Okay, I like this guy. He just got me some flowers. So what is happening here? Yeah, my mom was like, it's, it's cool. Go have fun. But that was second child privilege. Sonia, you know, to, to go, you know, to, to even get like a, a I think your dress was fancier than mine. And I yeah, and my had, mom had curls sure, in your hair. I, for sure. I had to go with someone Indian like that was non-negotiable. Um, for Sonia yeah. to kind of show up and like, I'm going with George. We were like, what? Like, you can't I, go with George. What will, what will everyone say? <laughs> yeah, George, we need George, that. if you're out there, come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. We want to meet you. <laughs> Let's we get his side George. of it. 
But um, yeah, no, it, you, it was just so awkward. And now being being a mom, and I look at it, yes. and I was like, man, I'm gonna get the limo for She's my gonna kids. Host after party. We're gonna go like straight, get some nice dress. You're gonna be decked out. Like they're not gonna have nice. So my uh, Avni, sorry, what's your what's your story? My experience was that I didn't tell my parents I was going until like maybe three days before because I knew they would say no. My dress came <laughs> from Rave because it was under I think oh my like twenty nine ninety. Remember Rave. And first of all, my mom's whole perception of prom night. Okay, I know what you guys do. Okay, you guys get hotel room and you guys do stuff. I'm like, no, mom, it's not. It's not. But my, it was my brother's fault. My older brother scared my mom, so she would say no to me. He did this on per- it was sabotage, okay? However, oh, I convinced cool. her. I was like, all right, listen, mom, you know, my friend Greg, she knew my friend Greg. We grew up together. She knew he was gay. And she's like, okay, <laughs> I let you go with him because I know you're not going to a hotel with him. I'm like, okay. So that worked out well. Um, you know, the truth is, is I was the only um, brown person. I was the only minority in an all-white school. And, you know, I was not attractive. I had cute friends. Um, but I, no one looked at me that way and I'm, I'm okay with that. Cause you know, things are very different now, but, um, those personality, not just a personality. I mean, those, those girls, psh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm good. Yeah. Rather, rather be awkward then. And prom now, was their highlight. It prom was their highlight and their only highlight and claim yeah. to fame. But, um, you know, <laughs> the truth is, is that I'm very appreciative of, you know, um, that experience, but my sister, Man, my mom was like, oh, you know, I think Pyle should go to prom. I'm like, mom, I had to fight my way to prom. Now she's buying my, yeah. my sister a $300 dress, getting her hair done. I'm like, this is ridiculous. My sister's 10 years younger than I. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was yeah. my prom oh, experience. Cool. Yeah. I didn't dance with anyone because no one wanted to dance with me. I had a unibrow. I had a lot of hair. Hey, you know what, Avni? I, I had the same experience. Actually, I didn't even get asked. I had to get set up. Oh, I know. But look know. where you at now. Moments. But build personality. Where you at now. By the way, the oh my god. But by the way, the guy was married to someone else. Anyways, that's a whole other story. <laughs> and- yeah. All right, guys, that was our super awesome, fun-filled talk with the Chicks and Salsa blog. That was Rena, Sonia, and Avni. Uh, thank you so much to them. What did you think? Do you learn something? <laughs> I, I learn something all the time. I learn how to have fun. And if Omni taught me anything, not only fashion, but she told me how to get my drink on. Yeah, so exactly. Good. I know. That was a good mix. I've never done that before. Yeah. So. No, I really enjoyed it. Uh, you guys know where you can find us, but where you can find them is uh, at Chicks and Salsa blog or just Chicks and Salsa. Their website, chicksandsalsa.com. Give them some support. They're going to be doing new stuff all the time. Stay tuned for that yeah. uh, by following them and supporting what they're doing. Yep. Keep finding us. Uh, Tuckeredout at gmail.com is our email address or at Tuckeredout on all the social media. A-M-I-T-U-C-K-E-R-E-D-O-U-T. You can follow me personally uh, at Nizar Babul. That's N-I-Z-A-R-B-A-B-U-L. Thanks for listening, guys. This is Ami Tuckered Out. We'll see you next week. <laughs>